Hello, listeners to Minifandom. I'm the host of Minifandom Manners. I'm joined by one of the classic Minifans, going right back to the EEI days. It's holiday special number three. It's Tim in Canton. Tim, welcome to Minifandom for your first appearance on this fine podcast. Menace, thanks for having me. I'm happy to be your third input. Well, it just turned out that way. Um, it wasn't <laughs> planned. Uh, how you doing? Doing great, buddy. Doing great. Like we were just catching up on some things. Uh, just um, back at work already and uh, still making some, made some prank calls today to just keep myself busy and listening back to some old shows. So things are good. Oh, and I, I got to mention, I was listening to a podcast you turned mm. me on to earlier. Which one? Fairgrounds. Oh, Fairground Fuck Ups, my yeah. podcast. Yes. We won a we won a bronze medal at the Australian Podcast Awards in the true crime category recently for that podcast. No kidding. I could see why. Yeah. The the we talked about this before online. They're succinct. They're fairly graphic, which I like because I'm not a true crime guy, but if it's graphic, I'll listen to it for some reason. And the descriptions are excellent. I'm on the Dream World Part One. Just finished Dream Ooh, World wow. Part One. So you yeah. almost finished the series. Yeah, season yeah. three. Season three is coming next year. Uh, fresh from our award-winning um, year, we're going to bounce back with a big year. So good. Do you is making a prank call for you like having a cup of coffee? Do you just sort of you know wake up in the morning? It is. You know, you make yourself a cup of Joe, and then it's all right. Who am I going to call now and make their radio life miserable? First of all, I'm laughing because that sounds so pathetic and insane, and it's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I'm a fucking loser. Uh, yes, it is. I've been doing this my whole life, my in- my entire life. It's just my thing. I like to do it. I'm an extrovert. I get no problem talking in front of a crowd. I get no problem embarrassing myself. Um, it makes it. The reason I like it is twofold. One, uh, I always used to do it because I could uh, have my friends listen. And back in the old days, there was not a lot of delays. So I just, you know, tell them, listen in at 345, I'm going to start calling. And uh, it makes me, if it makes other people laugh. Sometimes they don't, they don't hit, but it makes my friends laugh. And now my friends' kids laugh at some calls that I make. And uh, I don't drink uh, Joe. I drink hot chocolate like Kirk. I'm not a really hot chucky. Oh, yeah. I love my donkey's hot chocolate, but I had to cut back. I was getting too fat, so now I only have it on Saturday mornings. And I listen to one of the best podcasts around, Kirkin' Off, on my Saturday mornings. Lovely. I actually warmed up by listening to your Kirking Off interview from the end of 2020. It was quite funny re-listening to that one, um, talking about uh, your mate Steve or Manny walking um, to the VFW. Oh, 88 Um, miles. Yeah. Yeah. so I mean, let's start my there. Boys. I mean, Those a lot of boys. Those are my boys. How, how how did you feel when you heard on the main show that Steve was? We'll just call him Steve for the sake of it. I just can't get out get out of that habit. Um, even though his real name's Manny, I'm just going to call him Steve. Mm-hmm. Um, h- how did you feel when you heard that Steve was involved with getting Tibbets onto Kirk's family? Oh, I I didn't. I, I, didn't think he did. You didn't my think first he did. Thought was, nope. My first thought was what I know of what I know of Steve slash Manny is that that's not something that he would uh, maliciously do. So I just didn't. And when I heard it, I thought, no, there's no way Steve was involved in doing something like that. So 
Yeah, and I, I sort of done some digging, and it. it seems like he wasn't yeah, really right. involved. It seems like um, you know sneakers acted alone. If, if anything, Manny probably uh, Steve probably got a message, and you know sometimes you get messages on Twitter and you don't really look at them properly, and you, you might laugh or whatever. But uh, what do you think happened? Do you think Steve did that? What did he laughed at something? No, that he like was sort of you know um, I guess culpable. No. I don't think he was involved. I think he was an unwilling participant, and that's my own personal. That's my own personal opinion. I because don't think it, just the the little that I know, the little that I've got to know him. Um, no, I can't see him doing that. There, there are things he definitely would laugh at that I laugh at too. That other people may not think is funny, um, but I also know that he is. He's a great dad, and I'd be shocked if I were to find out that he actively participated in making that happen i'd be shocked but you know that's the little that i know of him and that's what i base it on yeah i mean because when i was listening to kirking off i mean the only person you love more than kirk is steve from providence (laughs) you really loved his calls going back to the ei days yep Um, Yep. so i I imagine you you first feel were you first like shocked that steve was involved even in you know at all No. no no He's uh no, I wasn't shocked to hear his name mentioned. Uh, I was more, I would be more shocked to hear that he was an active participant. Um, I was not shocked to hear that his name was somehow involved because people love to include him. He's he's people love to include him on everything. I, I get, I we've gone to football games together, we've become friends. Um, so it doesn't surprise me to hear that his name was in the mix. But like you said on your show, I don't know the whole story. He doesn't want to talk about it, and I respect that. But I also know that his past actions, would I'd be very surprised if he, if he was, you know, perpetrated that. I think it was Any- more of what, personally, again, it's just what yeah. I think. I think it's more of what you said. I think it was more about a reaction he may have had, but it, that's that's for him to that's for him to answer and explain if he chooses to. Were if if the main show or Kirk or Carl were to find out, for example, that Steve wasn't involved in in it, do you think it's up to them then to just clarify that on the record so that uh, everybody knows who listens to the main show that look. We threw out these allegations, and uh, it's become clear that Steve wasn't involved. Do you think if they were to know that, they should do that? Uh, I mean, yeah, I'd say yes. But also, I listened back to that show, uh, and I don't know. I, I I've only listened to it twice, and honestly, I can't tell you if they flat out said Steve did this or he was involved. I, I, I remember more of what you were saying about it. Cause frankly, I just think it was such a shitty thing. Um, it's, you know, it's like, you don't want to hear, it. you don't want to keep hearing it over and over. It was just a shitty thing that was done. And again, I hope that, that, uh, he wasn't involved. I don't think he was involved, but if they're saying he was involved and it turns out he wasn't, then yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, right. But again, yeah, I agree. they did. Did they say, you tell me, did they flat out say Steve did this? 
I mean, they doxed what? him and said his name and yeah. they doxed Fez. And I mean, I, I will say I they think... said his name before he had asked him to say, to have Kirk say his name before, but Kirk refused to call him this by his real name. <laughs> well, uh, as I said, him. I just that's think if the main show were to find out, I think a lot of people like Steve is a big lug. He's, he may have drifted away, but he, 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 you know, the OG show was great. I don't know. I just think perhaps they should correct the record if it turns out he wasn't involved. I, but... I, I agree. With the same, great. I agree. Um, what, what do you think's happened then with Steve? Because he has drifted away. Do you think it's just a, a thing? You just enjoying the show still, but just you know, just taking a back seat. He, he's um, you know, it's it's what he has. I'm not speaking for him. I know what he has said. It it was on Twitter that he he enjoyed the show more, and it was every day, like a lot of people. And I, I do know from talking with him. He's not a big fan of the calls, and I am. I, I mean, I'm a caller, right? And he makes fun of me all the time about it. And it's just not his cup of tea. Mm. Um, hey, everything evolves over time. You know, we all Absolutely. have things that, you know, I'm, I'm what? I'm the biggest ball suck to the show that might be out there. Um, and there are absolutely portions that I'm like, meh, you know, I could do without that. Um, but, I don't, you know, whatever. So I can't speak for him. He, he, he yeah, absolutely not. Yeah, but, it uh, seems I, like the OGs. Some of the OGs have drifted away in the last year. You know, you know, quite a few of the old EEI hardcore uh, Mina fans seem to have drifted on, and which, as you say, is just life. You know, people, you know, taste change and move on and stuff. Yeah, like the OG show. I do miss doing that show because I love those guys. Um, RA TJ, who is banned on Twitter and has to have a burner account. And uh, Steve, I love doing that show. All I did was laugh every time we did it. Um, is TJ and- banned for opening too many baseball cards on Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> well, it could be one of many things from what I understand. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we, I mean, I think we have drift a little bit. I mean, RA got married. That's no big secret. And he's got a, he's starting out his uh, new chapter of his life. And, me, me, Steve, and TJ, we've got kids and, and work. So, you know, it's and the schedules are tough for a couple of guys that were involved in that. So it was not from a lack of wanting to do it. It was a, from a lack of wanting to do. Uh, it was from a, a um, challenge of actually doing a good show instead of just, you know, show up, throw up and say we did something. Mm. I mean, my nature, my own nature is is quite I'm quite loyal and I'm quite obsessive. So, you know, I love, um, you know, I've stuck with Kirk for, what are we, I've listened to him now for seven years, I reckon, since 2014, somewhere yeah, around yeah, early there. Early on, yeah. Um, yeah, like, um, and I know you, you know, you've been, you go right back to when he first went on EEI. Um, you know, what is it that not keep, the weekends. What is, oh, I, not, I don't, not the weekends? No, I'm not, no, I don't recall when he was on the weekends, even though I would have, I know you love baseball and you love the Red Sox and I would mm. have the, Nothing better than having the game on the radio uh, when you're out in the yard doing work and it's just on in the background. So I used to have EEI on all the time, but I don't recall when he was on uh, the weekends when he first started out. But I absolutely remember when he was first on um, in that, uh, what do they call that chair? The, the, the break, you know, when they get the, the scores. I forget what they fucking call it now. Yeah. Uh, but I do remember when he first got on DNC and, and, um, uh, just loved loved the uh, the personality. What he brought uh, was so different from Mita Perel, who I think I know Kirk loves him. I think he's got a fake voice, and you know, um, 
Oh, but see, see, I, when I listen to you talk about Kirk, what I think you like about Kirk is you like the fact that he's very genuine cause, and you Big also time. seem to uh, really respect the fact that he's got his eye out for the little guy, that he's not some pompous asshole. Those qualities seem to really, um, you know, engender, uh, you know, draw you to him. I mean, is that is Can- – I've never been to Canton, but is it like a, a battler place? Is it a <laughs> bit of a shithole and, you know, I, I don't know. You tell me he's like a bit of a, a shining a light. Person. <laughs> so uh, I'm laughing because my name is Tom and I don't live in Canton. <laughs> and oh, I've said fuck. it many times. It's fuck. a, it, it's a, well, no, it's a valid question. So, um, and first from what you said about Kirk, hundred percent agree with you. Why I really liked him. And I like Jerry more than I ever liked Dino. Dino was the, I don't know how to describe Dino, but he was more the, um, you know, your prototypical TV to, to radio sports guy. Uh, I don't want to say empty suit because the guy definitely has a personality, but I, I gravitated more to Jerry when it was just DNC. And then when it was Kirk and Jerry, I just freaking loved it because it was pop culture. It was politics. You, you're so right. Even though the guy, um, what I like, what I love about Kirk, and this is why I think he's such a treasure is when he talks about the area. So this is getting to your question about Ken. He knows so much about the area. There's not a lot of people like him left that are in broadcasting that truly know the area. He loves hot dogs. He knows where to get a good hot dog. He talks about Papaginos. Um, he talks about things that are super local. And I know you like on the NH cast how Chris and Ethan would talk about just going to the registry motor vehicles, right? That's mm. Kirk. Kirk can paint you a picture of what it's actually like to grow up in Boston. And that's my experience. It's My experience is very similar. Um, and that we all, you know, I know the places he's talking about. Um, so, and then as far as in his, in his mind, he's just freaking brilliant. I, the people that are brilliant just amaze me. And that, that's, I just can't get enough of listening to them and wondering how their mind works. And then as far as Canton is concerned, it's a, it's a nice town. It's good. It's good. Um, you're not even from there. You're probably from Lexington or something. Me? Probably Kirk's neighbor. Yeah. No, no, I'm from Norwood. Tom from right. Norwood. So the reason I'm from, I'm Tim from Canton, yeah, it's a it's a town over. So my my town is very blue collar. Um, the, you don't get a lot of land for your money, but there's great neighborhoods, uh, great families. I grew up here. I've lived in the city for like twelve years. Moved back when I get married. Raising my family here um, is very affordable. It's safe. You can walk around the entire town at, at night. Hell, it has I mean, Dave's favorite. No one, no place. one, nowhere in America is safe. I mean. Oh, come on. No way. Stop, stop, stop that. I see your, your tweets about what people say about Australia and all the, the riots, and you said it's not true. It's the same about safety in America. Okay, uh, sure. Now, Lexington, uh, Winchester, where Kirk uh, grew up, uh, those are nice towns. Those are, those are, that's a W town. Dave is right. Um, mm. So it's, uh, but the way he describes things around here is just, it's, it's a gem that we need more of. In, in, Steve Robinson's old boss was great at that too. He knew so much about the city of Boston. He could tell you how the mayor was the chauffeur for a former mayor when nobody knew, you know, he, it's things like that, that uh, Kirk is able to share as well, which is, it's just awesome. And I hope we, I hope we continue to get more of that. I guess as well, one of the reasons you've stuck with the KMS show is I think what you like about Kirk, what you liked about Kirk on the radio was the fun stuff. And that was the stuff Kirk wanted mainly to bring to his new show. Like I think some Minna fans like MHB and those guys, they really like the investigative journalist, hardcore stuff that Kirk would do, but he's kind of, 
you know, backed off from that, doing some stuff on the case. And KMS is light and fun most of the time. So I, I can imagine you liking that um, quite a lot. Yeah, I actually um, – I'm with the MHB on that. I love, love, love Kirk's investigative prowess. It doesn't get enough credit. The, I love when he exposes hypocrites um, like the Red Sox. John Henry, Linda Pizzuti. He's like a five. He's like a five-tool player. Kirk. He, he really is the best best interviewer in the game, best co-host in the game, best lead host in the game, best investigative journalist. You know, best commentator. We heard him calling baseball for a minute. He can do yeah. it all. He's like me. He's a five-tool player. <laughs> he's generational. It's it's once in a generation talent, right? Um, he he definitely does not. I know he's focusing on the case, and I'm not a. I told you earlier, not a true crime guy. Not the case is not my cup of tea. Um, but his ex exposing Kevin Cullen was freaking masterful. They should teach journalism classes and have him come in and guest speak about how you uncover the truth from a uh, from a plagiarist, decades old liar, right? That's working for a for a company that continues to spout lies. It, it, it's just. He's so good at that piece of, um, uh, I guess you call it journalism. And and on top of that, he's freaking hilarious. He's <laughs> so I'm a huge Stern fan, Howard Stern fan. I know Kirk is too. Um, and so there's a lot of similarities I see between the both. And he'll even say he loves Stern. There's a lot of things that he he brought to his show that that is Stern asking Stern is man that that worm is Stern. But he, I still get kind of my Stern feed. Um, I, I get. It's like the old Stern days, but with Kirk. And it's Kirk's way of delivering a show that I have grown to love. Because sometimes I'm like, oh, is this going to work? And in the end, he's always right. He's always right. Which brings me to something I want to bring up to you, but we'll get there. All right. Now, what do you want to ask me? You want to ask me about the YouTube channel? Well, I've got some advice. (laughs) I want to ask you some advice. So Kirk really likes you. You know, he really likes you. He always talks about how you're his favorite Minna fan. And I can see why. Um, well, I don't bother the guy. I, I, well, I don't. Yeah, He delivers entertainment and content to me on a constant basis that I don't even freaking pay for except through his sweatshirt. He's a good guy. He's a nice guy. What the fuck am I going to bother him about? It, it, you know, I don't. Anyway, I don't bother him. And I think that's I why don't bother like, him. I can nothing, you know, but I'm not I I'm not looking for anything from him except except that I submit calls and they play him on the show. I love it. Sometimes I don't, and so be it. I'm not upset about it. I've never Steve will tell you, I never once said, Why didn't you play something? Because you know what? Those guys are the judge of what's funny and what's not. So if they don't put something on, then obviously they don't think it was worth the muster. So I I you know. So what do you think to, about the, what do you think about the YouTube channel then what was your question? Well, so um are you talking about the KMS actual channel or the KMN? The KMN. But that's still Kirk. Right? But, but that's I, still I don't want the channel. I just want to be program director with Dave where I can well, manage the channel okay. and and have access to go live. Um, and do stuff without having to go through Dave. And then Dave says to me, says to me, oh, I'm trying to organize interns. So what Dave is saying is, Tim, let me, and, and 
you can judge this and tell me if I'm wrong. So Dave's saying he's going to – don't laugh. It's not this funny. Is your, this he's, is your da- obsession. So Dave's going to bring in some interns that he's never met before, that he's just probably got an application and give them access to the channel rather than give someone who he's known for a few years who he knows will not do anything really damaging, uh, who just wants to have a bit of fun. He won't give me access, but he'll give some complete – idiot interns access that he's just met to me that just seems ludicrous i did I, I genuinely didn't mean to spin you up this early in your morning i just get a kick out of your near obsession with the youtube channel it's not a near obsession now it's just <laughs> annoying because it's like i've been slighted it's a da- damaging to my ego i'm resorted to you know doing a podcast now and, and i i, I I mean, you said it before we went on, you know, you wanted to do video. You know, we could have done this live on the KMN network and then I released the audio for podcast listeners. But Dave doesn't want that kind of stuff. He's he's snubbing. And what I want to know from you is, Tim, what what what, what advice do you have? I mean, you oh know, God, as, as another Minna fan, as an older man, as mm. a father of four, as someone closer to retirement than I am, I mean, you That's know, wiser, older soul. Go into what, that, but, you know, what okay. would you what would you say to me in this situation? How, how yeah, tell me as a friend. Uh, well, as a friend, for, okay, as a friend, yeah, because we've we've talked, we've WhatsApped mm-hmm. each other in the past and just chatted. Um, so as a, well, first thing I'd say is I can't wait for Montante's imitation of your your rant just now because uh, I thought he did a pretty good job in imitating you on his show the other day. Okay, good. He, he doesn't act. He doesn't act pretty good. Um, <laughs> he does. He's the accent's not too bad. <laughs> Steve, so, Steve, Steve, Steve. Ah, fuck you! Ah, fuck you! <laughs> so, uh, advice, geez, come on. All right. So here's what I would say. It seems like you're a bit obsessed with getting control of the YouTube channel. Access, but yeah, control and access. access, yeah. access. See, <laughs> see, right there, like you know, the fact that it's not control, it's access. I get it. It's it's not a play on words. It is it is a big difference. But um, I know that you want to do it. You've been probably the most consistent about you know putting content out there and wanting have have wanting to have stuff out there. Um, I don't know. I guess my only advice would be if Kirk doesn't want it, it ain't happening. Great. It's about it. You know, it's it, it comes down to one man, one man only. You can convince Dave, but if Kirk doesn't want it, it ain't going to happen. So I wouldn't obsess over it. No, but so I like your advice you is move so. on. Your advice, no, my, is move advice on. Is, my advice is keep doing it because I get a kick out of it. But I know it's it's pissing you off, and that's not why I laugh. I laugh because you get crazy over it. Well, now I'm just going to keep doing my podcast. I'm in a fandom. I Which really I enjoy doing it. By the way, I think it's Thank excellent. You. Yeah, you know, I'm really enjoying catching up with Red once a week and having other people on. And uh, as I said, I'd love to contribute to the network, um, but if if they don't want it, um, I I don't feel that it's coming from Kirk. I do feel that this is a a Dave Cullinane issue. Uh, I do think he's threatened by me. I mean, do you think that's absurd? Because I don't know. I, I no. think you know, Kirk and I eventually could work together and be um, great partners. If if I well, there's there's mistake number one. It's never going to happen. Um, he doesn't want <laughs> he doesn't want fans working for him or with him. And I'm and not a fan of Kirk's it. anymore. I'm not a fan. Of no, you're not anymore. anymore. <laughs> right, We're on the same level. <laughs> there you go. Uh, uh, but 
he just listened it back to a couple shows and he flat out says when they were looking for a new producer, he did not want a fan. I totally, totally get where Kirk is coming from. Um, this is his baby. You know, Steve was not his partner. No, no, I don't and want to be his producer. I said I partners. partners. He doesn't want a partner. It'll be, he'll gonna be, gonna be my sidekick. He'll be my sidekick. <laughs> What's so, he going to do in 2024? You think he's just going to flit away and do the case? Every year, no chance. The men no, is a Minahan show. He's going to rock gonna, the East Coast. He's going to be doing a podcast talking about. No, I'm not going to give. You know what? Then I'm not going to give Cullinane access. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going <laughs> to fucking go. freeze Cullinane out then. He won't have access. And I'll put him on to some intern like Justin if he wants to go live. If he wants to do fucking hits, he can go through some moron like Justin. So I, it, I completely understand where Kirk is coming from. I would not give me the keys to anything. And, I, and, and people have trusted me with a lot of information that I've never shared because they say, please don't share it. Um, I got most trustworthy in high school, superlative, by the way. So um, I wouldn't give it to me either. We're fans. We're fans first. No, but I don't look up to Everybody Kirk. Can I be love tempted. Kirk. I, I love Kirk. Do. I think he's amazing. I, I think he's he's an know. inspiration. He's the greatest. I know you, do. you do. You do. You don't look up to him. him. He literally just was a, on a radio show that he got sacked after two years, and now he's hosting a podcast. Like he's, he's not some one. fucking god yeah. in the sky. I mean, Jesus. Um. Anyway, but I've he, got off topic. But he is. He. I. I see where he is coming from, and with we are all fans first. We really are. Yep. And and I. Totally I am. agree with him. I, I can't believe he even lets fans come in the studio. Uh, I mean, this this some wackadoodles out there. So, right, um, so two things on that. I jokes aside, I, you know, I'm a fan, and you know, one thing I love about uh, the Kirk Minahan world is the escape. You know, it's so much fun. You get away from all my usual shit and cricket and stuff. So, um, yeah, you know, I love being yeah. a fan, and that's why I, I do that. these shows because it's totally great to be that. a fan. I'm not a fan of cricket anymore, for example, now because I, you know, work in it. So. Um, you know, I'm just a fan. And with the studio thing, honestly, Tim, I not for one second ever thought I would be in studio with Kirk. Not for one second, listening to him on EI, listening, whatever. I, I never thought it would be humanly possible, not because he's some fucking god, just because I'm in Sydney, he's in Boston. It's not going to happen. But then I see the most talentless morons get wheeled into that place. I mean, there's like a dozen of them who've sat in the second chair now, minute fans. And I'm thinking, well, if DC can sit there, uh, I'm not going to name everybody, but if people can sit in that chair, then Me. I definitely can. Steve. Yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to start naming people. Oh, are you talking like great. on a consistent basis? Or, or, or no, just once, like as a once, yeah. you know. Oh, I'll go every, every week, sure. Um, <laughs> Don't you think that's part of the reason he doesn't want you to because you want to so bad? And not not to no. cock block you, but because and, – and, and, you know, I mean, other people definitely want it, – it, it's a, it's an honor, right, to, to be able to sit there and watch him do his craft. It's just fucking amazing. Um, but – you know, well, he, a guy talking, it's amazing talking, watching a guy talk into a microphone. You should hear yourself sometimes. Continue. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, it is amazing to sit there and see that the guy has zero notes, but you wouldn't know that because you haven't been in studio. He comes in, comes in and he, he's got it all mentally prepared. And to be able to, um, what's the word? Ugh, I hate this corporate word, but I have to use it because I can't think of another one. I'm, <laughs> I'm drinking wine. Uh, to be able to pivot on a dime and, and, and be just as funny on the next topic that wasn't expected 
it's fucking amazing. It, oh, it, yeah, he's it really super is. Sharp. That's why the yeah, live shows are so good. Oh, it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. It's same with the callers, right? Some of the worst callers he makes un- unbelievably funny. So when you say there are people that you don't think are talented enough or smart enough to be in that room, don't you think that that's part of what is so great about what he does is he's able to. Oh, make absolutely. Yeah. I have always said that he, he, he makes that anyone a thousand times better. That's why I want to go in. He'll make me sound awesome. Um, no, I just more mean if those people can get in studio, then I think I, I would love to go in there once, you know, well, I, I thought did. it wasn't, I thought it wasn't possible, but now I see, you know, um, morons being wheeled in. And I think, okay, well he could wheel an Australian moron in then. He did make you an offer if I'm not mistaken, to the Aussie Minifans, fans, which, by the way, I'm a Yeah, 200 fans or something come member. out here. Yes, he would come over and do a show. We're about How's 185 that, short at the moment. <laughs> and Jamie, Jamie's, Jamie's in and out as a plus one, minus one. Yeah, on the Jamie passed away on Christmas Day of brain cancer. <laughs> oh, R.I.P. So who's doing um, this Jamie podcast that I'm listening to? <laughs> some other guy. Um, yeah, COVID hasn't been good for the Aussie Minifan um, show or its um, campaign to bring Kirk down under. Yeah. i got a, I got a few more topics I want to ask you about. So... Um, what is your process of documentation and listening to the show to get such amazing detail? Now, I what I do is I wake up once and I usually yeah. – because the show drops usually when I'm asleep. Right. So I wake up and I listen to it once when I'm sort of half asleep doing stuff, getting my day ready, whatever, you name it. And then usually later on that day or the next day I listen to it again and you pick up – you know, you pick up quite a lot of stuff you might have missed – from the first listen, but I'm not like you. I'm not taking notes or anything. I might put a note in my phone if there's something I want to talk about on this show. But you know, what's your process? You know, is it is it maps? Do you have a war room? Do you, you know, have you sort of cleared out one of your kids' rooms and it's just, you know, where you sort of log every minute? What what do you do? Not yet, um, and I don't have a drone that follows Kirk around yet, um, but. Let's see. In all seriousness, I'm going to grab one right now. Hang on. So, Tim's just going off from his microphone. Best in the business. He's back. Oh, yeah. He's showing a notebook. So, these little journals that I have. He's showing his journals. I forget how I started. Some of the pages are stuck together, which is great. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. There's some notes. You can see the scribblings of of madness. I think I. How did I start off? Because I, you know, much big thing about me was that whenever I call in, he say I was working from a script, and I did that once. One, I love that guy, by the way. I love my. You got to get him on air. He's the best. Um, he is. Oh, he's awesome. Uh, the only EEI show I I like to listen to. So I forget how I started started taking notes. I think it was. I think it was when they started taking calls, and I was noting down like. Um, just little things about each personality. And at the time it was Steve, Mike and, um, and Kirk. And I just note little things. And I think I started by just calling in and asking, uh, kind of like a trivia question, you know, which, which, Oh one yeah. I remember those. Three. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's how I started out. And, um, so what do you do now? Is it get up? You transcribe every oh, show. Sorry, yeah. You I'm then sorry. Sorry about do you that. transcribe every show? Do you sort of go yeah. through it line by line? So, well, what is the process? Yeah. So when Kirk, at one point said, you know what, Tim, Tim's going to be our official historian. I know he had been looking for one and I always, so this goes back to the Howard Stern days. I always wanted to put up a website, which I actually do own a domain. I just haven't 
had the time to put up the content. Howard Stern, there was a call, it was called the Howard Stern, Howard Stern, I think it was Howard Stern Fan Network org or something. And the guy would post show information every day. He just here were the topics, here was what was discussed, here were the the guests, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I always loved that because you could go back and reference things. And so I, so when I get up, I when I hear the show, I listen to it once. The first time I listen, it's kind of like uh, drinking wine or eating chocolate. I savor it. I listen. Yep, it sounds like similar to me. Is it? Okay, so I listen at normal speed. And I kind of think of things that I'm picking up as I go through that I find interesting. Now, being this historian, I want to make sure I capture it all. So then I go back. I re-listen at 1.5. And I, I just note. It's mostly bullet points. I think I shared it with Steve once. And he, he said it was the ravings of a lunatic. But it's <laughs> I, I have notables, quotables. Uh, oh, you know what I do as well, Tim? Yeah. I, if I'm listening and something comes up, I will actually just take a screenshot and then it's got the oh, yeah, time okay. code. Yeah. And I can go back and go, I want, you know, I wonder what they yep. were saying, why I screenshotted that. Go on. Well, I use it, you, the process uh, when it's decent out is um, I take the dog for a walk every morning and I would listen to the for the second time at the mid morning walk. And I have a little notebook and I just write timestamps and what the topic was. And then I could go back and, and yeah, they are, they're pretty damn meticulous. I'll, you know what, after this, I'll, I'll send you an example of one. They're very meticulous. And because I do think this is historical and I do want there to be a record and I will eventually post it to a website. And um, the last thing, so I, this was the same with the EI and I used to give Trenny crap for this. She wouldn't even know what was going on. She's like Jared. She wouldn't even know what was going on with the show. So it was always, okay, spend the first half of the morning, bringing her up to speed. And then, and then she'd be involved, right. Whenever she was on the radio, <clears throat> I probably listen to each show at least three times. Once regular speed, once set like one and a half or maybe a little bit quickened up. And then I'll go back again, just to review old shows. If I'm thinking of like, uh, right now, pulling the callers, I'll listen at double speed so I can see where they are and then and then edit them out. Or I'm working another project uh, that has to do with Mike that is pretty, pretty interesting. <laughs> so I'll go back and listen to those shows at double speed and pick up where Mike is and just note. And, and they're in the notebook. And, I, and, and last thing is, the reason I, I like doing this, it keeps me occupied. And because, uh, you know, idle hands are the devil's workplace, right? And I love to share this with Minute fans. I love, I love that Minute fans want to know things, and I, and it's not about keeping it. It's just I wrote so much of it down. I'm still putting in digital format, and I want it all to be shared for everybody. There's tags, there's, you know, burp, thoughts, cackles, outbursts, uh, call-outs. I get all of that noted so people can look up, you know, who was this that called in or was called out to. A, a hip, Kirk had a problem with his hip. So I started noting every time he mentioned his hip, you know, but those are fun to go back for the trivia game. So I can say, you know, Kirk, guess how many times you mentioned you had a bad hip in the month of July and it'll be something like 82. Hilarious. It's stupid. It's stupid. You, there's a book it. in this for sure. There's definitely a book. When, there there when, is material for a book. The problem is I wouldn't, I couldn't write a book, you know, no, not you, write, no, but I got the material for it. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. Some, you get a ghostwriter to help you put all your notes together. I'm I'm just plagiarizing what I've seen other people do for other shows, and I'm trying to change the format I have it in now. It's all bulletized, and I want to put it into more of a an overview. You know, show opened with Kirk talking about the temperature was at an odd number, should always be at even. Then he bitched out Steve for five minutes, and that led to blah blah blah. Right now, it's just bulletized. You know, temperature was sixty nine. Kirk pissed, and that's all it says. 
And it's amazing. Amazing. No, it's fucking crazy to think someone actually does this <laughs> for no money, by the way. <laughs> I've loved these call-in shows. I think they're really great projects you're putting together. So you like those? for those that ha- haven't listened, Tim's basically going through 2021 month by month and putting all the calls together in one neat little listen. Um, it's really fun. I think you've done a great job. Uh, you said to me privately, you started editing out some of the boring stuff like the, stuff the golf tips and, yes. and stuff, um, yep. which makes sense. And uh, if you haven't listened to Tim's compilation, just go and find They're on Minifan HQ. Uh, Carl's putting them on the network, so obviously you've done something right to be allowed to put something on the Cayman <laughs> well, network. Well, um, all right. So I've his, got a, this, yeah, this, go, isn't, uh, this isn't advice. This is just my process. So, And by the way, thank you, Minus, because you have been saying for a long time, you even – privately said to me you know you should be getting credit for this and you know i'm not looking for credit i thoroughly enjoy doing this because other people get enjoyment from it and a lot of people are like oh these suck we don't want to hear calls that no problem because that's all these are then it's a win-win you don't have to listen to a second if you don't like the calls i really enjoy them i think that some of them are freaking hilarious um, should be archived your show should be archived in some museum in like boston <laughs> oh jesus christ well it could be at the uh uh, what do you call it? The Peggy Lawton factory. Maybe they could archive it mm, and store definitely. it. There. It is a nice, cool place. And um, so I love sharing them and I love that people are enjoying them. I enjoy doing them. Um, and what was the other thing I was going to say? Oh, so Cullinane. So Dave has been extremely helpful. I told Dave I was going to do this and he said, let me know what I can do to help with, you know, whether it's having intern just uh, Harrison help me, which he, he really, he's helped me a tiny bit, but he really hasn't had to. I'm not good at, you know, creating that graphic. It can play on YouTube. I couldn't Mm. figure that shit out. I didn't have the patience, didn't have the time. So I just submit the calls to Dave and Dave does that for me. So this is. That's nice. It is very nice of him to do. And it takes him a long time to do that sometimes because some of these shows like three hours long. It doesn't take that long. There's programs that do it for you. Yeah. But but it makes my life easy because, you know what, I'd rather just cut the audio and send it to him and then he can worry about how it gets posted because that's where I would it would take me two weeks to figure that out I love Dave I don't know why he doesn't like me it's very strange um you, are you, would you be mad to know that he bought me lunch one day no I mean I'm I'm 10,000 miles away so you'd do well to buy me lunch um where I am um the call-in shows I've got a bit of a challenge for you Uh-oh. when you finish 2021 yeah can December you go back and do easy, tw- by the way can so you go back and do 2020 Yes, I be, uh, people have requested that. I'm definitely going to do it because I think there are some fucking gems. In 20, here's, here's a gem from 2020 that you don't, I haven't heard yet, and I'm in May now. Um, oh, who was it up in heaven? Was it um, ML or DL? It was real graphic sex with Kirk's father. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. I, I forget <laughs> that it was so good. I can't find them. You know, they're back in 2020. Uh, those were great. Um, so yes, maybe I mean, Steve I, took the maybe Steve cut that audio. Just be no, no, be no. They're, they're, it's just that it's not in 2021. That caller was in 2020 only. Like John Amos, we hadn't heard from in a long time, and lo and behold, freaking guy calls in in December. I love it, love it. What a did, great way to end the the year. Did you, did you hear the best of that um, Harrison put together? Yes, listen to the whole thing. Thought it was very. Did good. you like it? Excellent. I did a lot. They they put every Trump and Amos call in, kind of sh- stealing your bit a bit. But anyway, no, nah, no, no, I don't think it is because they're they're they are 
they are top-notch Hall of Fame callers. Funny it's every true. time. Funny. I, I'm hearing the Trump calls and John Amos calls for probably the so three, maybe the fifth or sixth time, and I still laugh. My wife's like, "What are you laughing at? Oh, you're doing you're doing that calling thing again." Ugh, you know she's disgusted by it, but uh, they still make me laugh. <laughs> it's still so. I'm glad that those are in there. I I think they're great, and um, I, I thought I thought Harrison did a really good job. Really good job. Now, do you know who Dave uh, from Hull is? He's this sort of big mm. uh, Portuguese guy. Dave from Hull. Dave from Hull. He's been he's going around saying on different podcasts that he's not a fan of yours. Smelly I don't know if guy. you've heard. Yeah, smelly guy. Um, he's been going around um, saying that he's not a fan of yours, but it's actually just jealousy because he's actually just jealous of how much Blind Mike's daddy loves you. Um, <laughs> do you have a restraining order out on BMD or? Um, you know, what's the situation uh, with that? Well, if I do, then I violated it myself because I talked to him again today. I talked to him probably three times a week. Okay, uh, so you're real mates. Yeah. So, so <laughs> I think Dave's uh, I, just jealous then. Oh, he's the best. I, I, I genuinely, I really like Dave a lot. I, he's, uh, I've heard what he said, and my first reaction was I was cracking up. Um, he's not wrong. I, I agree with everything he said. <laughs> I, I'd be sick of me too. And I love BMD. I think it's, I got to say, I think I've figured something out here. So a clear, if, as far as me and BMD are concerned, we collaborate a ton. We're huge fans of Richard and Sal from the Stern Show. So anybody that listened to them will know how that they work together. We, he, I called him today before I made a prank call, ran something by him. He said, you know what you could do is try this. And I did the one that I originally thought of. And then I did another call with his thoughts. And I like the one using his ideas better than my own. So he's a great guy to collaborate with. He cracks me up. Um, he's a, he's a great guy. He's uh boring, uh, but great. I'm all right. I, I know great. you do so, not like one of the, the show. No, he's buddy, a nice uh, guy. He's so boring. I'm all right. I've got some more questions for all right, you. Then. So listen, um, Dave. Yes. Yeah. Go on. All right. It, let's get back to that. We'll settle. It takes you a long Dave. time to answer a question. It does. I talk a lot. Dave, uh, uh, I stuck up for Deva when he was accused of stinking. He actually did not. It is it a slight smell of cologne, but it wasn't overwhelming. And then I sniffed him again <laughs> up in Saco, and he smelled great. Um, I think the issue is more that this is men is there's three there's three principles involved in this situation, and I'm not one of them. And they are all Portuguese. So this this is a Portuguese on Portuguese crime issue here between Dave, Buddy, and uh, BMD. They need you caught in the middle. Out. You're caught in the middle. Yeah, I'm the, I'm I'm the soccer ball to their game of footy, which I fucking hate soccer. So I don't care if they kick me around. But uh, no, I like Dave. I thought his comments were very funny, um, and and I'm by no means offended. And if anybody's given out blowjobs to me, I haven't found them yet. So I'd gladly like to know where I go to get them. Yeah. Um. So tell me what what are your year highlights then, Tim? You know, look, looking back on twenty twenty one, how do you sort of look back on KMS? The, you know, uh, Steve leaving. I, I don't know if you call it a highlight, but it, it it's a highlight of the show. I mean, the timing. You can hear if you go back and listen to when it, this was in March or April. They were in. Um, they were doing casework and recording podcasts. No calls. Uh, just talking about the case, doing a show, sitting in the car. Steve was so fucking happy. You could just hear it, laughing, joking, very light. 
And once he was back engaged, he just, he was checked. He even said he was checked out to um, the live shows uh, and not to rub more salt in your own, but maybe, if, <laughs> you know, the, the wackos in charge of your country would let you out for a change. You could come here. Borders are it. open now. I'll be coming oh, next they, year. Okay. So no, nobody's dying because they can't get into NSW from uh, Victoria for a surgery. No, not not anymore. Not any not anymore. All right, that's good to know. Yeah, that worked out great. So no, no one's dying here because they don't get health care like in America. But continue. <laughs> so, uh, so the highlights would be the live shows. They're always a blast. You and I heard you saying you're coming. I can't wait, and I'm going to have a, a an Oz day in your honor. Oh, fantastic! So I want an yeah. Oz. Um, you know, I figure I'll be staying at Kirk's for a couple of weeks. Um. <laughs> Uh, so it'll be fairly central, oh, sure I'll, you know, I'll Uber, Uber everywhere. Um, it's going to be fun. Well, I, it's, uh, I'm local to, to the area. So we're going to have an Oz day. We're going to do a little shrimp on the barbie, mate. Fair income too, right? And we'll get all pissed and we'll fight each other. It'd be like, an, like a homecoming. Um, another highlight would be. Do you know the craziest coincidence? You'll love this, Tim. That Tim, are you listening? Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking of the other. The craziest house, coincidence yeah. is Kirk's cousin actually came into I, my cafe. I know, I know that story. Before Peter's funeral, and I was there, and this guy paid with a credit card, and it said Minahan. I'm not going to say the first name. And I look at this guy, and I was going to say, I listened to this guy on the radio in America, and I thought I'm going to sound like a lunatic, so I didn't. I just handed back the card, and I listened to EEI the next week or the week after when Kirk was back and he said my cousin even flew in from Australia and it all works out because he's his cousin's a lawyer and they're all near where my cafe is but that's the craziest coincidence that that is that is that is very odd it really is because you know you've got a little you've said you've got a little cafe downtown Sydney what are the odds someone from Boston Mass is going in to have a couple of good eggs That, that is that is very very odd so yeah, other shows. So you said live shows, show highlights. Steve yeah. leaving. Um, how would you yeah. sum up Cullinane's first few months in the job? You know, I'm the wrong guy to ask. I freaking love the show. It, yeah, it's yeah just, I want these opinions. That's what I got you on. You cannot be. No, like, I'm not a freaking opinion so, guy on stuff like say, that because I love. So say I, it's good then. Say it's good if you think. It's oh, good, okay, say it's yeah, good. it's good. I mean, I know everybody I want. likes to say. I don't want fake opinions. If you enjoy it, enjoy it. I've I've enjoyed the show. I think the show has been amazing. It's everything else. Cullinane's fucked up, but the show itself <laughs> has been, you know, a hundred no, out of a hundred, pretty much. Right, I see what you're saying. Because I, I, whenever people ask that, I always think they're wondering who's better, Dave or Steve. They're just different uh, to me. I just, just want to know what you think. I love the show. I think Dave, Dave's personality is cracks me up on the show. And just the stuff he said, like the stuff he says and, and how he says it. And and then he backtracks on it. It fucking cracks me up. It, also because Kirk calls him on it all the time. And Dave will admit, I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, so, yeah, I think the show has been great. I thought the shows were great when Steve even said he was checked out. I still think the shows are great. I'm sorry. Uh, you know, people want me to criticize it. I love fucking chocolate. I'm never not going to love chocolate. I can't criticize it. You know? Whoopie pies, hot dogs. Those, those are my yeah. favorites. And I guess, though, you know, I like Cullinane, obviously, because, you know, he was in Enough About Me for that week. And, that that you know, if you're a, a Mina fan... Legendary. You know, a classic Minna fan, then you you know you've got that little egg of that story with Dershowitz that um, 
that that sort of you I enjoyed. But then also I think having Dave that does remind me of a bit of the old radio days, the, you know, the dumb fucking bumbling producer um, that Kirk can, you know, shit on uh, when he's short of stuff to talk about. I mean, it, yeah, I love it. I see what you're saying, but the funny thing is he's probably more inclined towards – um, a podcasting environment than Steve was, you know, Dave, Dave, this is going to hurt you, but Dave does see the value in social media aspect and YouTube aspect. Steve wasn't as big on that. Steve was more in merchandise and ad sales. You're talking right? about going, but look at the figures. Things have fallen off a cliff since Cullinane took over. No, no, I know. Even the figures on the YouTube network. No, I mean, there's no, there's you know, nothing, Steve had a lot more smarts. I mean, he got that but, guy um, to make Dave, all those videos that took off. Dave's a big proponent of that stuff. He's a younger yeah, guy. Yeah, but he's all he's talk. He's all talk. When does he deliver? Um, he delivers to Holly. I know that. <laughs> Fair enough. Kids you you answered my question. Uh, all right. 2022 show predictions. Um, I don't know if you heard Red and I. Show, Red, I'll say it right now. Show over. Goodbye. Say goodbye, KMS. No, Red said the same thing yesterday. Did he? I didn't hear that part. Yeah. I think it'll be the show. I think it'll be the show's best year next year. Um, any other any other predictions? I think Clemmer will take mental time. Who? Clemmer. Chris Clemmer. Oh, Chris. Chris Clemmer. Um, let's see. Show predictions. Jared, gone. Yeah, good. Um, I think well, he's show... gone from Barstool by all reports. Yeah, it sounds like it. Um, I think we'll see uh, my prediction. Dino will be on an episode. Getting that feeling just from the last couple of times Kirk mentioned him. Mm, I like Dino. That'd be fun. Yeah, I think that'd be fun, especially the way Kirk would interact with him. I always love that he threw that fucking bolognese out. Uh, it was in a plastic bag. <laughs> <laughs> what other show prediction? Uh, yeah, I think the main one for me is that the show will be over. It's fucking weird to take leftovers to your co-workers, though. Like, fucking weird. I mean, very strange. It's, um, it is. It is. I, do you know someone once offered me leftover? This is no lie. Leftover ice cream. Jesus. That's fucking disgusting. We, we were in the driveway and my neighbor's daughter came home from a weekend away, had a cooler full of food and some of it was ice cream and said, would you guys want this stuff for the kids? Like, nah, you can just throw it out. We're not fucking animals. Thanks anyway. Yeah. Disgusting. It wasn't chocolate, so I didn't take it. <laughs> um. All right. So they're your predictions. I think they're pretty uh, much similar to Red's. What, what, anything what else you want to talk about? What about you? I gave mine yesterday. You can go back and listen to it. Well, I um, was fading. I was. I, I listened to your show uh, twice, and I was. I was half asleep the second time I was listening. Okay. Well, do you want me to? Uh, do the, you want me to notate it? History. Yeah, please. You could do all of Minna fandom if you like. Um, maybe wait until I'm on the main show with Kirk for that. Um, what? What I about? Um, also, that you will be here for the May or June show. That great. Is another prediction. Do you think I'll be in studio? No. Oh fuck you! I mean, I could see Kirk not, not taking the studio opinion, just to piss me off. Yeah, fuck <laughs> off then. Um, anything else you want to talk about before? I mean, you said to me you want to talk about Australia. Anything else show related? The, the floor is yours. Uh, let's see. No, I mean, great. No, I, I, oh, it's I, I uh, just love chatting with you. Anyway, I mean, we could talk mm. off air too. I uh, trying to think. Um, Oh, another! I do have another prediction. I think we'll. I I predict. Obviously, Kirk could say no, but I predict we'll have more guests this year. 
not not minifan guests, but more guests on the show. Great. Um, remember do you like 20... the interviews? I do. Only like with Stern, only because of the way Kirk does them. And, and do you think Imperioli was an asshole? Well, I think he's a douche to begin with. I don't think he was necessarily being an asshole to Kirk. No, no, I don't. I think Kirk I, was having a bad day. I mean, I, he, I wouldn't he want was. to do it. He's, I mean, he's he was blu- it. He was blubbering into the microphone, and then two minutes later, he's talking <laughs> that's to the, that's the understatement two Sopranos he, guys. He flat out said he was having, like, the worst day of his life. Exactly. Uh, so. That was fucking, wow, that's I don't think it was quite an observation you made there. Uh, okay, whatever. <laughs> All right, Tim, thanks no, for joining me. I, no, I'm not done. All right. I, I think Imperioli is a douche's douche who is the smartest guy in every room, the most cultured, uh, but he's also extremely talented and great. I'd watch anything that he's in, but, oh, what a fucking smug asshole. But I got to say, I prefer listening to him on that than Sharippa, who I'm more in tune with, because Sharippa doesn't shut the fuck up. Overtalks Imperioli. But I listened to that segment again, and I don't think he was... I don't think he was as douchey as the perception of it. You know, I think he described why he didn't think Christopher was stupid or why he can't go into it thinking that way because he would act differently. Because I interpreted it a little bit differently. That that yeah, I don't think they were great questions, and I've only said that about a thousand times on this podcast. So, but but I think if actually Imperioli was not engaged and not interested in the interview. He could have just rattled off some formulaic answer uh, that he says at every press conference and but they he move can't. on. He can't. That's, that's what I'm saying. He, he engaged with Kirk. He he tried to answer the question. It wasn't a good question. Um, and, and they move on. Okay, you've answered I, the question. I, you know, I, don't, I don't actually, I don't see why it was a bad question. There's no bad question. I mean, he, did you watch the Talk at Sopranos with David Chase, the last episode? No. Oh, go back and watch it. You got to watch that for comparison's sake, because you know how they talk for the first half hour. Yeah, Imperioli asked Chase a couple questions. Now that guy was a was a condescending asshole. Oh, good. he's he's like, why why would you even ask that? How would that ever be possible? Well, yeah, he he, he I think he treated Imperioli the way that um, Imperioli was trying to treat Kirk. It's it's interesting to watch. Shit runs downhill, buddy. Always, and unless you have um, spray diarrhea, then it can go up your back, and then eventually it runs down. Fact, um, correct. All righty. Well, anything else, Tim? We're going to talk Australia, so everybody can turn off now, and we can talk yep, Australia. Yep. Shoot, shoot Australia. What do you want to know? All right. Have you been to the Kimberleys? Is it Kimberleys or Kimberley? Um, the Kimberleys. Yep. Is it as nice as it looks? All of Australia has immense natural beauty. A bit yeah. like America, just spoiled with, you know, beautiful places. I, I had a whole tour for Kirk Plan that's never going to happen because of COVID, so that's a real shame. But um, you said you've been here before. Long, 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 long time ago. Yep. And uh, and let me, let's just say that I'm a uh, – what do you – what do they call people that love England Anglophiles? Yeah. I'm, a, I'm an Australia file, I guess. Yeah. I just heard the call where you called up. Steve and said, ironically, you said there's one country you want to go to, and it turned out Steve wanted to go to Australia. Australia. He's, yeah. he's another Australian file. I fucking love Australia. Midnight Oil is my favorite band. Road Warrior really? is my favorite. Mo- oh, I love the oils. And, uh, Road Warrior 1 and 2 are my favorite movies ever. I think I've seen them each upwards of 100 times. Get them on DVD. I bust it out once in a while. 
I love Mel Gibson. I don't care. He's a crazy oh, fucker. I said he is such a great actor. Such a so great. Good. I want to go to Broken Hill, see where they filmed it. Uh, I uh, showed you my Vic Bitter shirt. I, I just, I, I think, I think if some English judge had thought differently and didn't say America but said Australia to my ancestors, would be would be neighbors at this point. Oh, well, hopefully one day you can make it down here, that's, Tim. That's I can show you around. Gone. We can walk across the Harbour Bridge together and listen to, listen to KMS. Um, yeah, all yeah, that, all that stuff. <laughs> we can hold hands and listen to KMS. No, we do the earphone thing, share earphone. One, thing. one earphone each. <laughs> that is a goal. And, like, and like look at each other when there's a funny moment and smile. Yeah. <laughs> and just share the moment. <laughs> yeah, Opera House in the background, you know, the seagulls flying over, the, the beautiful, warm, sea breeze you know and then just finish off at bondi beach um oh. having a bit of a dip so um i do have a question for you uh you had mentioned uh crime so I, i'm curious from an australian's yeah. point of view of america do you think that america every city is like crime ridden where you can't even go out anywhere i know in asia a lot of people are uh, under that impression no i've traveled america a That's lot right. and i've been to 10, 15 yeah. cities. So I've seen it a lot. Things that strike me when I get to America are the homeless people. We don't have the homeless e epidemic that you have. So you know, mm -hmm. San Francisco, LA, New York, I mean, you name it. That you, you turn a corner under a bridge and it's full of homeless people. I just don't think that would happen in Australia. Um, and then the gun thing, I mean, it's, it's real. Australians just think you're all fucking nuts because we gave our guns up ages ago. We mm -hmm. have very low gun crime. Uh, you know, kids aren't shooting them, each other by accident because there's no gun. So, um, yeah, I, I think that there's not the impression that there's uh, – you can't walk the streets, but there's certainly the impression that um, there's more crime. I mean, I, when I was in – you know, we, when you're in American cities, you can feel a bit – if you go the wrong block, mm -hmm. you feel a bit dodgy. But, um, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't have yeah, that same, huh? Not really. I mean, there's bad areas in every town, but sure. Sydney's a nothing compared to yours. I mean, absolutely nothing. They don't even really exist. It's just unlucky, you know. You run into the wrong person at the wrong time. It, it really is down to the street in America. Like where I lived in Boston, it was literally one street away, you could get murdered. But one street yeah. over, it didn't even cross your mind. But I do want to say what I want to love about America. Because I've just said all the things I hate. There's a lot I love about it. Uh, you know, it's good. I love the people. The people are always really friendly, um, apart from, you know, 50% of Minna fans. Um, it's, it's, there's a real buzz on the street in America because there's no healthcare, because there's no welfare, because it's basically a dog-eat-dog -dog world. It's really driven. Everyone's fucking amped up. You know, you go to a restaurant, they want to get you in and out so they can get another table. You know, I love the energy. I love the vibe. You know, um, I do um, enjoy traveling to see, you know, it's a wealthy country, you know, you know, so there's a lot of great things about America, going to the sport, going to the baseball, the basketball, ice hockey is amazing, you know, yeah, um, I agree. the natural beauty. I mean, America's a great place, um, you know, just take out the guns and you'd be far better. So not to get too political, but don't be under the, the misrepresentation that there is no health care or uh, what else did you say? Welfare. Yeah, it's welfare, available. Yeah. It's available to everybody. But it's it's, it's okay, available yeah. to everybody. Good. Yeah, Good. So that's it, it's only it depends on where you get your information from. And in the, in the homeless thing, I couldn't agree more. Burlington, Vermont, which is pretty far north, actually has a huge homeless issue. 
Mm. And one of the, re- and I always wonder, why would you be there if it's so fucking cold all winter, right? But there are a lot of programs that are available to people that are homeless. And so they tend to stay. And I think it's more of a mental health issue anyway. You know, I mean, who would choose to be homeless if they would? Very few people would choose to be that way. But I think we have a massive mental health problem here in the United States that maybe you guys don't. There's not there's no way there's not mental health issues in Australia. There's no oh, way. There's tons. Massive mental health issues Do you guys ha- have. We just lock them up. We just lock them up in well, quarantine was, facilities say, so they can't get like, out. They're not homeless because they're stuck in it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. See, we don't we don't have those anymore. We used to have massive instances. When you come here, I'll show you one. It's like a set of uh, Halloween. You know, it's all brick. It's massive. It's scary at night. But we don't have. They closed them all down. So a lot of people with mental health issues now are out on the street. They they can't That's get that. You know, it's only day help at a hospital. But um, uh, how's the um? I haven't. I I'm not in a lot of um. Twitter threads. I I tend to just DM people. So I know there are group threads that I'm I'm in, but I haven't checked in months. How is our Australian thread? I haven't been there in ages. Dan, the is Australian it? Minifan community is really taking a, a dive. I think the the fact that we can't travel and go to live shows and get Kirk here for live shows really, um, you know, set us back a few years. Uh, Jackson from Australia is a great Minifan. He's on the rise. I think he's probably the second best Australian Minifan after me. Uh, he's probably leapfrog Jamie, who's, um, you know, he's off now. Uh, so, Andy? yeah, look, Andy's great. Andy's really good. So Actually, there's so there's five of us in there, me, the honorary member. Yeah, maybe six with Jackson. And there's there's a couple of garbage munction, is it? Or there's a couple that live down under, but are from Boston. Oh, that are, oh okay. All right. But yeah. so the, but I would think that with, with the situation with COVID that, you would talk more about the show or, you know, to kind of have something to do, but there isn't, huh? What do you mean? I, I well, there's no, no, would, they just, you know, they're not too chatty the, about it. No, they're not they're too not. chatty about it. No. All right. So are you um, yourself in a lot of, um, uh, Metafan threads? No, no, I, I get added to them and I exit them. I just don't like them. I'm, I'm, I, I had one thread for the Minifan mash that went, really great for a month or two but now i don't have any chats at all i just i just find the time sucky and um you know as i said before i'm a bit obsessive so i end up you know just chatting all day when i should be working and also the time difference actually does work out that it's your night time is my work time so i can't really get distracted um yeah it's i'm with you on the group stuff i i kind of stopped participating because um, as much as I enjoyed it, it was taking up a lot of my time, a lot of my, so I even, I'm with you. I, I get added to threads. I don't even know who, who they are and what's, mm. and I accept almost anything. I, I, I just, I can't be bothered. So I accept almost anything. But if someone asks me a pointed question about the show, uh, one-on-one DM, I, I tend to answer those. But as far as the group stuff, except the prank call is the chat. I, I haven't been in one in, in a long time. I imagine the prank caller chat is you and BMD just flirting with each other. <laughs> we don't we don't have to be on a chat to do that. Do you want to hear the call I made today to him? I, I recorded it. Sure. <laughs> no, I'm not playing. It was, oh, damn. It was it's uh it is a wacky chat with um uh some great callers. Sopranos guy, Good. Drake drunk Greg Hill, Copper Doodle, uh Blind Copper Doodle. Yeah, Copper Doodle here. Yeah, it's a great it's a great chat, but uh, you got to be a prank caller to be invited. Sorry, Menace. 
It's all right. All right, Timmy. Well, um, thank you. I've actually really enjoyed the prank calls you've made about me over the years. The one I loved was when you called in Tradio and was oh. selling like a, a dwarf set of Australian <laughs> gnomes or something. Um, <laughs> no. that the, was, that, I think that made me laugh so much. Or or something. Uh, I'm glad that you I, – I, I wouldn't do it if I didn't think you'd laugh at it. Uh, you're a great Minna fan. You're very funny. Um, I've enjoyed this chat. I'm not sure anyone's made it through to the end, but no, for the, the four of you that have listened to the final minute, thank you. Tim, um, have a great New Year. See you in 2022. Menace, same to you. Thanks for having me on. It's great to finally have a long chat with you, buddy. Bye-bye. Ciao for now.